0: This evening, into tomorrow, is the beginning of Ramadan, a holy month in which observers fast from sunrise to sunset and turn inward to pray, reflect, and spend time with loved ones. The creators of the podcast The Digital Sisterhood hopes to help people do just that. The show focuses on the stories of Muslim women and covers topics that can be difficult to talk about, like sexual assault and suicide. But the episodes are also full of lighter moments, too. At the beginning of Ramadan last year, host Ader Mahmoud talked with her mom about love. Let's hear a clip from that conversation.
1: Because you know how long I was waiting you? Almost five years.
0: Five years. Yeah. You
1: couldn't have children for five years. Yes. And then you had me. The day I have you was the miracle. A lot of things miracle happened to me.
0: Since the show first launched back in 2021, it's drawn a huge international audience. At the end of last year, the podcast had more than 10 million downloads, and season three is due to be released. About now, Muna Shekumar is producer and editor of the show. She's one of the founders. She's based in Woodbury, Minnesota, and she joins us right now. Muna, welcome. Thanks for being here. Hello,
1: hello. How are you? Thank I'm you for great, inviting Muna. me.
0: Absolutely. I'm excited to talk with you. Say, before we dive into the podcast, tell me, uh, this is such a holy time in the Muslim world. What's on your mind heading into this time?
1: I think it's it's a wonderful opportunity to reset and uh, to take a pause from the drone of every day. Everybody's hustling, trying to get something uh, done for themselves. Uh, but uh, this is a time to uh, look within. And one of the things I'm focusing on really is to recenter back into the fact that, you know, we're human beings uh, in a world that is confusing and um, our guidance comes from our one true God. So really reconnecting with the Quran is my mission.
0: Were you surprised when the first season dropped right in time for Ramadan and a lot of millennial and Gen Z Muslims found it? What were your goals when you started I think uh, it
1: was it was really interesting because um I randomly picked that date because I'm 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 quite a perfectionist and I just needed a date to just get out of my head and and to put something out there and so uh when we picked that date it happened to be the first uh, uh Friday of Ramadan and everybody uh in Islam, you know, everybody tunes into the more uh, spiritual side, the less side that's about um, enjoyment and more on uh, um, being aware and conscientious about our purpose. And so they found this uh, uh, to be a platform that was telling stories and really in-depth, vulnerable human stories that captured their uh, interest and in, force them also challenge them also to look within so i think that it was a beautiful marriage and a merger um that we are going to continue the tradition of from now on
0: i listened to a couple of the episodes and you're right about the emotions there are a lot of tears shed a lot of emotions and there there is this beautiful and raw vulnerability to the podcast how does that happen I
1: think um, uh, Adar, who is the host, I really – she comes from a very empathetic place where it's like existing in in existing to care about others. Uh, I I like to say at her core she's a sister. Uh, And so uh, it comes from that. She really brings it into the podcast. And when she's speaking, you hear the fact that uh, she cares about you as an individual. And everybody says this where it's like – I feel like I've known you for a very long time. That was our first conversation. And it was was beautiful that she carries that on. Yeah.
0: I love how you reached out to Ada on Instagram and and said, (laughs) what did you say? I'm looking for a host or how did that happen? I just
1: said, I, I really loved her vibe. I was like, hey, uh, I love your vibe. I love your energy. Uh, it seems uh, we really align and can we hop on a call? It was really out of character for me. I'm not the type of person who just reaches out. But it was it was uh, about me just putting myself out there, not letting perfectionism getting, get in the path of my creativity and just uh, finding the people. Because you cannot do anything without people, without um, people who support you. There's nobody who gets to anywhere uh, walk walking it alone. So it was me uh, reaching out and, and God really wrote it that we uh, were the ones who created this uh, beautiful, beautiful platform. And so many other women across the, the globe have joined uh, um, the creation and the production of it. I, I know you understand and NPR understands uh, more than anyone how much work goes into producing radio and um, telling stories.
0: I love how you created a space where religion and faith and community mix with some really serious and difficult discussions about mental health, um, sexual trauma, violence, grief, you know, navigating a, a, a tough um, physical diagnosis. You know, you've got a lot going on. Did you ever get worried about, oh my gosh, we're stepping too far afield here? You know, this is getting this is um this is almost too much, you know, because you're you're kind of pushing up against Uh, some topics that might be considered taboo in many cultures.
1: Mm, I think uh, what's taboo for us as human beings is to be imperfect. And uh, I think uh, a lot of times media and, you know, other, the, the social media, this perfectionist, perfectionist world doesn't, like, it, continues to foster that. And so um, for us, is more about reconnecting with the human, reconnecting with the fact that, you know, we're not perfect, regardless of how much we try to show it. And uh, let's stop putting that ideal out there as the way to go. And, and let's set the ideal as a person who's struggling. We're all human beings, you know, experiencing life for the first time. And so let's go back and focus on that and Uh, let's try to understand it together and one of the things is that oftentimes and it's not unique to just Muslims but when it comes to faith uh, uh, and the conversation of being uh, faith and human being a human being oftentimes that conversation is approached with a sense of judgment oh you should be holy or better than or in some capacity but Islam was sent for the broken, it was sent for the week, And um, we really try to bring that back into our conversations.
0: And these conversations are so as we say, as I say, beautifully honest, you know, um, yeah. I was so proud when I was on your website. And then also, I was following you on Instagram, and, and you had 10 million downloads, 10 million listens at the end of last year, I believe. And the podcast has topped the charts in the UK, other countries. It's doing well in the US. I mean, oh my gosh, that must feel so good. <laughs> you know, how do you measure success?
1: I think uh, uh, for me, one of the things I was, I've was i always said is, is 2020, the year before I uh, worked on anything, was the most successful year of my life because... Um, you know oftentimes the world calls us to measure success by how many people clap for us and how many people validate you or value your work but um 2020 was the year where i paused and i started to value myself as just a human you know it wasn't about i used to really suffocate myself uh because i didn't uh, i was like oh you're a filmmaker who hasn't produced films your producer who hasn't produced it and it was just there's so many things that was eating me alive and it was the moment when I said, I am valuable merely by existing, merely by being, and I'm just gonna take this whatever is around me and I'm start valuing people that way. Not because of how entertaining I may be or how much I've produced or you know, we're we're, we're in a world of like productivity, 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 but really just the experience of trying to be a better person that is valuable. So when it came to the numbers and everything, I think uh I think it's 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 sh- completely shocking. I always say I'm still processing it. I think it's going to take me another ten ten million years to process it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it's it's beautiful, it's beautiful,
0: and so for you, it's not really the clicks, the downloads, all of that it's it's really it's you and and how you feel about things, how you feel about your life. It sounds like as you as you um as you say, we're all kind of living this life and we're all trying to find out what it's all about, you know um i I, I wish I had more time with you. I do want to ask you about the events. Now, the show is called The Digital Sisterhood, and I'm glad you're getting people together in person. What's that like?
1: It's phenomenal. It's life transforming. It's one of the most warming experiences to just be in a space where so many people feel love, have have healed in some capacity by the work that you do, um, the work that you are honored by, and selected to be a custodian of you know there's so many people that are part of the team you know um beautiful light studios is 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 precious to my heart and the digital sisterhood team as well is is doing so well and bringing people together and um, taking the digital, the, the sisterhood from digital to physical uh, is just, I, I don't even know how to put into words. Uh, there was a phenomenal event that was just put together with uh collaboration in the UK. First time I went to the UK with Modest Vision, but it was just so phenomenal. And it keeps reiterating to me, we're all just human beings trying to survive life. Um, yeah. And let's do it oh. without judgment. Yeah.
0: Muna, I'm going to have to have you back. There's just no two ways around it. We got to keep talking. I'm telling you. I Thank really you so wish much. you all success, all success to you, Muna, and um, Ramadan Mubarak. Oh, Ramadan Mubarak. JazakAllah. Alaikum. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Muna. We've been talking I'm to right. Muna Sheikomar. She's the producer, the creator, the editor of the podcast, The Digital Sisterhood. It's By the way, the show's new season is going to start soon here at the start of Ramadan. And by the way, Ramadan begins this evening, ends in mid to late April. Our friends at Sahan Journal have posted a list of Ramadan events around Minnesota. You can find it at nprnews.org.